So hi everyone and welcome to the Elite Rugby SNC podcast. Today is episode six. So first off, if you haven't already, sign up and join the Elite Rugby SNC program. We provide we provide you with all your strength, conditioning, speed, and recovery needs. You can try before you buy. So we have a seven-day, seven-dollar trial, which gives you a taste of what we offer here at Elite Rugby SNC. So take your game to the next level, become a beast, and join Elite Rugby SNC community. G'day, Ben. How are you going? Yeah, really good, thank you. How about you this afternoon? I'm going well, thanks. So today we're going to be talking about how to train like an athlete. This is a term I see commonly thrown around by coaches on social media. And I just want to get our understanding of what it is to train like an athlete. So what does it mean to you, Ben? Yeah, so... For me, rather than going into the technical stuff straight away, it's probably the philosophy of what you're doing. So a lot of people actually go to the gym and work out um, or they go for a run or you know they decide one day that they might go and do some speed work and they might do some skills you know, at the spare of the moment. So training like an athlete would be you have an end goal and you break those goals down into little goals and then you refine your training program that you create to have benchmarks to reach certain areas to know how well you are going on that goal. So for me, training like an athlete is training for a purpose and an outcome that you know that there's some shortfalls where you know you need to get better so that you can compete or become the best athlete you can or make a team that you want to make or make that next level of competition. Um, so it's not just your training, it's your prep work, your sleeping, your nutrition and the focus that you have with your training. So rather than just going to the gym and going, oh, I might do five sets of five today on these exercises and going for it. That's more a working out without a purpose. So that would be the philosophy I see of training like an athlete versus um, not training like an athlete. Mm. I think building off of what you just said, which has hit the nail on the head, is training training like an athlete is not just being really strong and powerful. It's being those things, but it's also being well-conditioned. It's being able to run fast and repeat those efforts. It's being able to have the ability to cut and change direction really effectively in your sport and the, the movement specific to your sport as well. It's being able to jump and land, pass and catch for us at rugby and being able to do that at speed it's also how to tackle, pilfer, flick pass, kick, and also how to track someone as well. So I think it's applying all the knowledge and gains that you've learned in the gym into the field. So I feel like people often forget the field stuff in rugby and, and really get too honed in on the gym stuff and, yeah, really forget those those other attributes that actually make up rugby. Yeah. yeah you, I really like what you've done there. Um, and the gym should be supporting your on-field activities. That's it, both in training and game. So mm. That's why you do it. You, you can actually play rugby without doing that, but you won't do it as well. Mm. Uh, you won't be as resilient or um, potentially be as dominant, but you can play rugby without doing going to the gym. But, yeah, good luck actually having being a really good rugby player doing that. <laughs> that's the skills and things that you need to do on the field that that supports really Mm. so at your time at the elite level 
what would be the split between Jim and Field? Is it around 50-50 or 60-40? What, what was the split in your experience? So, yeah, let's talk about different times of the year. So let's say, let's talk about the pre-season. So um, if you're lucky, you in that period of time, you'll get four hours possibly per week within the gym. So when you break up the amount of training that they're probably doing, um, they're probably doing between 20 to anywhere to 22, 24 hours. So that shows you how much that is actually done in the gym. Um, in the in-season, you might do, depending on if I'm talking about a seven-day turnaround here, uh, you'd have a lower body day, an upper body day, and a power day. And the power day would be you're talking about sometimes 30 to 40 minutes. So you might be doing, you know, it, including everything, two hours and 40 minutes you would have through a seven-day week um, through there. And the amount of time that they have on field would be more than double that. So in terms of a percentage, the field's a massive component. The gym is there to support that. So um, a lot of people look on our social media and go, oh, why aren't they lifting this much? Why aren't they doing that? You can see some guys training in, in season, some props doing 200 kilo squats. Yeah, they've probably got a field session that day. The next day, they've probably got a unit and a field session that afternoon. They are able to do that, yet have a lot of time on the field to get good at rugby. So it's a very, um, very different from other situations. I think that's very important for our listeners as well as to not to spend heaps and heaps of hours in the gym. It's also spending a lot of time on the field, honing on those skills. I think at Club Land, Club Land the split would favour gym more than the field just because the access to the gym is a lot more easier. What advice would you give to those athletes at Club Land? At Club Land? Missing up my words there. Yeah, that's okay. Um, look, and I've done a lot of work in Clubland. I've probably, as you would know, um, set up an academy at a, at a club. So we sort of transferred where they, they weren't doing much gym and they were doing field versus that. But my advice would be remember the goal of the gym. The goal of the gym is to make you powerful, strong, carry a little bit more size if necessary for you um, to assist your field training. Okay. Um, so sometimes, like in a, say, a pre-season block at a club, I might have them, say, four times a week, but very different. They might be, they would have been doing a lower body day, a shorter upper body day into 90-minute field session, a day off, um, and then they'd come in for, say, an upper or a lower body session into a field session or that would be uh, a field session would happen if they're doing lower body afterwards and then a little top up upper body. So very similar to say the elite level in the, the off season, but in season, sometimes I'd, I'd have programs there for guys, depending on what they're working once a week, twice a week and an option for three times if they could. Rarely would people do three. I'm thinking season twice at Clubland. If you're doing 90 to two hour field sessions, which you tend to do, a lot in club land and then playing Saturday, um, I'd be happy with guys doing two one-hour quality gym sessions or even 45 minutes in season, as long as it's really good quality. And what's mm. your sort of split ratios that you're working on recently? Yeah, I would say the same. So I think in my experience with the club level, didn't say land that time, so level, 
that <laughs> it's just trying to maybe to begin with is have that even split of time in the gym and the field. But then also, if you can add some of the skill work that you need to work on into the gym. So that can be before and after uh-huh. having a few balls around and a few tackle pads and all that, and, and really adding that into honing down on those little skills, especially if, say, if you're talking to the coach and you're like, oh, this player needs to work on that. Awesome. Well, you're only giving them four hours a week. So two training sessions, what else can they do outside of it? And then that's where as you as the player and the coach add some of those skill sessions to your gym session uh, before or after, I think is a really good skill to have. Uh, sorry, good, good way to go around that. Yeah, that's, you bring up a really good point. So sometimes at the academy level, um, a very similar situation. Um, if you've got a, not a good coaching staff and good um, players in there, even putting little pass and stuff between core components or different things like that in, in your gym session. So you're actually contrasting in a way, as long as you've got the room and the, the discipline to actually still get your work done. Mm. Yeah, you, you now that head, on the head there, like those mm. extra micro skills that can be an interesting terminology, micro-dosed through sessions. Yeah, totally. And at times in the gym, in my experience, I didn't even bring the footy into the gym. There might've been just a couple of footies laying around and you'll be surprised with the athletes just pick it up start passing it in between and then all those reps do add up but they also just have conversations as well and just get to know each other and joke around and play a bit of games as well and and just all those that microdosing does pay off in the end yeah so mm, so outside of training how can athletes improve their performance which you briefly touched on i want to go more in depth so talking about say recovery sleep mobility watching film and their mental health yeah, so controlling the controllable. So um, in our lives, we, we can do some work. We, we determine when we go to bed. We can determine when we get up. We can determine from our hand what gets put in our mouth and we can determine what time of day we do that usually. Um, sometimes your work might limit that. So what we can do is be prepared to know that um, if you've trained hard, you've got to recover and put that nutrition in your body. Also, and I really like the last little bit that you've asked about what you, can you do um, in terms of mental health? It's freshen up and switch off. I really think um, that you should spend some time away with some other activities. So you really need um, something outside of rugby to switch off from it, whether that's, uh, you know, if, if people aren't around, it could be reading books. And, you know, and it's sometimes playing computer games, whatever. Just don't start too late doing it. Um, also, making sure that you've got a social network. And it's probably been hard for the last couple of years where you haven't been able to, but you know, there's no reason if you're away from friends that you can't do something like this, FaceTime, Zoom, jump on there and do that type of stuff. But just always remember, like in sport, you potentially, uh, and I hate sounding negative, you're only possibly an injury away from not you know, playing again if it's really bad or sitting out for months. So you've got to actually have other things you can do. So if you're really stressed, watch a comedy, have a favourite TV show, have someone that you catch up talking about it. Just make sure that um, your life isn't so overtaken by your goal that you don't have other uh, other things to actually vent and enjoy life. How about you? What, mm. what are your thoughts? 
I think it's just making sure that you have a routine. So obviously we want you to hone down on your field and gym training and making the most of every single session that you have. But then it's also once that session is done, you've given it your all. Okay, I need to then put some food into my belly, hone my nutrition and hydration, but then also learn how to switch off. And switching off could be watching something on Netflix or Stan or playing video games, but obviously you're not staying up too late. Or it could just be chilling, chilling out and talking to friends and family, you know, and being able to switch off from the game can really help you in the long run, not burn out, but could also give you just more clarity on what's important to you in your life as well. Um, just because rugby is just a game at the end of the day, it's, it's, it is going to end at one stage. So you need to make sure that you've got uh, relationships and also things working in the background but it can also help you then solve the problem that might say, for instance, you're missing tackles or something like that. You're just focusing like, oh, how can I improve my tackle tech? How can I improve that? And you're just switched on all the time. If you're able to switch off, get away from the game, relax a bit, enjoy life, and then come back to it, just having that fresh mindset might be able to help you get over that hump and then improve that skill as well. And I think people don't, sort of understand that and just want to keep switched on rugby 24 seven. And yeah, I think you really got to be able to learn how to switch off properly. Um, I'm just going to ask you a question here that you, you're not even prepared for at all. Um, for you. Yeah. How, what was something that you needed to work on um, to improve? How did you do it? And how did you ensure that you had time to switch off from it? So for our listeners, I'm the one who comes up with all the questions. So this is really out of the blue for Ben to come up with a question. So I agree to <laughs> <laughs> So for me to be able to fix a problem, hmm, it's a good question. So I think it comes down back to my routine. So getting home for, say, when I was playing, getting home from training, just mindlessly scrolling on Instagram a bit can help um, having some good food and also just, just going for walks. Like I, I can't remember a problem that I haven't solved by going for a 10 to 15 minute walk. And I might be focusing on the problem at the start of the walk, but by the end of the walk, I'm thinking my mind has wandered to something completely different. And just in that time, I was able to switch off, focus on something else, reflect. And I think that's really helped me. I think also as a coach, keeping a journal and that journal helps me focus on things that I did well. um, Also focus on things that I think I could have done better. And then what's my action plan? Because for me, if I write it out of my head and onto a piece of paper, that allows me then to switch off and then know that I've written it down. I can look back at it tomorrow and then just enjoy, say, my evening of just unwinding. So I think journaling is probably another cool and exciting way that you can um, help improve your game. And I think it's really, I think it's something that a lot of athletes are doing these days as well. Yeah, I guess that's the importance of uh, having a good training program and actually, you know, writing what weight you did, what you did, and then try and look Mm -hmm. at it next time it's similar to that journaling. You can put that away. You don't have to think about it in your memory. Mm. Bring it back out. Totally. And also with the journaling, you can also write down what you're grateful for as well. So I think 
that's probably a good way to, to focus on the positivity and also not focusing on something that just went wrong in that rugby session. Um, and you can just really focus on what's going really well in your life and then help you just understand how good of a position you're in and then have a good sleep and then get back at it tomorrow. Yeah, brilliant. Cool. Mm. Did you have any sort of final thoughts on how to train like an athlete for our listeners? Yeah, it's... Um, whenever you're trying to get a goal, you've got to know your why. So your why will get you through those difficult situations, right? Why are you training this hard? Why are you going to bed early? Why um, are you going to keep pushing through rather than actually not getting the, the number of reps you said that you would in your running? Um, when you hold that close to you and you understand your why, uh, all the difficulties and the how, you'll, you'll find that quite easily. Just the bigger the why, the more chance of you adhering and becoming um, the best version of yourself that you can be. Mm. I think having that why written down and put around places in your house or apartment and just waking up and seeing that safe, it's in the bathroom mirror. You have, for instance, mum or dad and having that written down and just seeing that, say the first thing in the morning can really help you put you into perspective and just get your focus as well. And if you're having a bad day, you just remember who you're doing it for. And I think that can, can help a lot. Yeah, very Cool. So I feel like sort of, like I said at the start, that athletes and coaches can get confused with the term train like an athlete. And I think this episode has really helped clear up and provide our athletes and coaches who are listening with the information that they need to understand um, what an athlete needs to do. So thank you to our listeners for listening today. So remember to like subscribe and rate um, this podcast on Spotify um, Follow us on YouTube and Instagram. Make sure you sit, share this episode to any uh, rugby athletes, friends or family that think can, can benefit from, from listening to this. Sign up today and become a beast via the link in the description below or via our Instagram page. Don't wait. Make that good decision and join the Elite Rugby SNC program and take your game to the next level. So thank you everyone for listening and thank you, Ben. Yeah, thanks, Kieran. Hopefully you get to write down that uh, you're grateful that I had a question in your journal tonight <laughs> i'll definitely put that down all right thanks all right, everyone see ya